Hello and welcome back after our biggest hiatus ever. I'm sorry to that. Uh, oh, sorry, I should have said. Welcome back to the Game 6 pod. It's your boy Anthony here with uh, Two Man Weaving with my boy Gage. Bro, what happened to other people being on this podcast? I know, we set such a <laughs> weird standard early. <laughs> we start off with three guests, then we jump to five. And then, uh, yeah, just been us. Um, but uh, yeah, we missed a fuck ton of games. Sorry about that. Uh, we will be better. Expect an episode one week after this one. That way, we'll have to record. So, you know, I'm... facts to keep the people happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we once we put it out in the world, now it'll uh, happen. Um, yeah. So, uh, you want to start us off? What have you been feeling from the boys recently? The injury plagued boys. Well, the one thing I'll say about the time that we were hurt. First of all, we more we like tread water, really. Like <laughs> we've missed what the last let's say ten games, and in those last ten games, we are five and five, which is exactly just treading water, as I said. Now, the one nice thing about the injuries that I've liked a lot is that we um we've been able to see more of the uh, kind of more fringe rotation players yeah. on the team. Like, Banton had some time being the dude, which was sick. Mm-hmm. Seems some more Wancho. Um, <laughs> First Wancho sightings. But that's the big thing. Just, like, the young players getting some minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, once everyone's back, somebody like Wancho probably won't be getting many minutes. Same with even Delano. But it was nice to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just shows, like, uh, how deep we are. That uh, I feel like... Most teams, you take away their, like, top three scoring options for us, like, in Pascal, Freddie, and Gary, like, they lose, like, eight of ten minimum. And uh, the fact that we can even, like, get five wins is, like, uh, just shows, like, uh, just how well-rounded we are. Yeah, um, the the only player who kind of disappointed me in having some extra minutes was Coloco. Yeah. I didn't think he stepped up his game that much. He, like, he... Obviously, he's a second-round pick. He's a project. He's going to be mm-hmm. worked on over time. But it's not quite there yet. I don't, I don't think that, like, being the first big off our bench is really, like, mm-hmm. the option for him. Especially once we get down to, like, the more important games later in the season. I like getting some run now to see what he can do. Yeah. But... Well, I, I don't know. It was so weird because it felt like when we were fully healthy, he was even starting to, like, crack our, like, starting lineup a little bit. And, like, he'd have a few games where he starts and he was looking really good. He was, like, playing, like, amazing defense, and uh, he was, like, at least trying to shoot some threes. Uh, I know he's not shooting it very well at all, um, but uh, better than Precious, I think, actually, though. Yeah, better uh, Thad Young, too. Yeah, what did you say Thad Young was? 7%? 9%? Yeah, he was really, digits. really, really low. Um, I hate to see it. But, yeah, yeah, I am the exact same way. I even, I was going to bring him up if you didn't. Uh, that's why I, even, I thought you were going with that. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe, uh, he, uh, didn't up his play. Felt like, yeah, it almost even felt like it went down. Oh, fuck. Precious. That's that. That's that at 8%. Yikes. And that's rounding up. Yeah. Precious at 18%. Love to see it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really worrying about, uh, Precious. But honestly, wasn't it even lower at the start of the year? Is he starting to bring that percentage up? But he hasn't played Pretty much his whole sample. Oh yeah, you're right. Points. Yeah, he's 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 on the bench the whole time. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's uh, he's starting to bring that back. Like the last year, it was like it was really sick. Him uh, finally showing like uh, like a, that aspect to his game, and he was like actually becoming like a really good shooter. Um, but uh, yeah, that completely fell off. 
little a little bit reminiscent of like Tampa Boucher where he was like shooting like above 40% from three and like obviously it's not the same because Boucher's like drop off is still a good three-point shooter uh, especially for a big um, when Thad's is like uh, much more of a drop off but obviously Thad's like what seven years younger than him yeah so uh, yeah I mean shows pretty pretty good promise at least yeah, Boucher is another player who I feel like over this period of time where everyone was hurt was like really, really huge. Good. He was like our kind of keep your bench scoring like yep. together. Uh, lots of twenty point games, uh, high teens games. I mean, he he's averaging on the season like got to be like what a dozen points per game. Yeah, exactly. Twelve point right? four. Uh, only thirty percent from three. Uh, you would imagine that goes up. He's so gosh darn streaky that like yeah, I know he kind of just fluctuates throughout the season. He's probably gonna finish in the mid thirties somewhere. You would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only five point four rebounds is actually like a little. Ups- oh, sorry, that's his career. Six point six rebounds on oh, the season. Okay, yeah, that's, that's actually good. That's not too bad. Better than I uh, would have thought. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's exactly said. He's just so streaky. He's uh. He's just the big version of Gary Trent. Is that what you called him one time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Gary Trent was the center. Um, yeah, but thank God he's been hot Like uh, when we needed him to. Yeah, exactly like you've been saying. He's been dropping 20s, uh, high teens uh, pretty regularly over the stretch and like definitely keeping it up. Good spark plug off our bench for sure. Yeah, I love the energy that he plays. Also a lot of big rebounding games recently. Like mm-hmm. he, Last game, he only put up 5-2, and two, which is tough. But the three games before that, he put up 13, 16, and 10 rebounds, which is, like, great. Off your yeah. bench, like, you love that. And, uh, like, he should be doing that, honestly. Like, we didn't, we don't really have much, like, bodies out there to be grabbing those boards when we're playing, like, Malachi Flynn. But, um, yeah, I mean, Boucher was great. Yeah, I've been really happy with him. Uh, OG has been really good. He's been really, been really good. He's been, good. like, the star of the team, basically. He, like, he like might mess around and be an all-star. Like, obviously, we're probably only going to get one all-star if we get any. So that will go to Pascal, assuming he uh, comes back and is fine. Yeah. Um, but, like, o- OG could easily, I could see him being, like, an injury replacement or... Um, I don't know, like, he, he, if he steps it up even a little bit more, or honestly, if he plays, like, the way he's playing, like, amazing all-defense type defense, and, uh, like, uh, putting up big points, um, I can see him easily squeaking in there. He's been aggressive this year, too. I feel yeah. like he takes to the rim so hard, and he's, like, very not afraid to take his, his three-point shots as well, which right. is great. Like, he, he's not quite a three-level scorer, uh... I still don't know like how I feel about his mid range. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'd rather him not take those shots. I'd mm-hmm. rather him just be kind of a cut to the rim or a take threes kind of guy. But I understand like he wants to work on his off the bounce game. Right. So yeah, he's been uh, he's been amazing for us. And Pascal looked good coming back yesterday too. Another yeah, one. yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you say it's like he never left? Yeah, that's what I was saying. In the first half especially, I mean, the second half we didn't see him much because of the man's restriction, but, like, he looked good in the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, good win yesterday. Uh, yeah, big win against a team like Cleveland. Like, as I said when we played them the first game of the season, we're going to be fighting with them for that, like, middle of the east kind of area. And Mitchell was on clamps. I think he dropped, like, eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Game. I feel like OG, like, when other stars are scared to see him. Yeah. Even, like, Luca the game before, like, even though he was relatively efficient, like, he just wasn't taking as many shots as he no. normally does. No, and that, that is a scheme thing. Like, we were double-teaming over and over, but, like, OG is, like, a 
as good of a defender as you could ask for against Luca. Um, I even actually, I thought there was like a really cute moment in that game where Luca goes up for it and then OG blocks him, but then OG ends up on the ground. But then instead of getting back on defense, like Luca stopped to pick him up or to like help him up. And I was like, oh, what a sweet guy. Yeah, that was great. That was something really nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, in this, uh, little, uh, window we missed, there is that Hawks game. Oh my gosh. That one was so depressing. What is the issue there? Was it that why do we have four people trying to guard an inbound when there's like three seconds left on the clock? Or is it just yeah. like you, sometimes you just got to live with that? Or Like I get that you have to, like that you're most worried about Trey Young. Right. But like in that kind of situation where they only have a couple seconds to get it down the floor, I really think you should just be man on man defense. Like I agree. One guy on each one of their guys. Yeah. Um,. Like, if Trey wants to book it down the floor and hit a floater over your dude, like, he's going to sure. do that. Go like, for it. Like, I'd rather have that than as easy of a bucket as we saw yeah. in that game. I mean, a layup for, like, literally any NBA player, I would take over. Uh, or I'd rather have Trey on do a running floater. Like, I don't even care who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather fucking Christian Coloco taking that layup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Trey Young going for the floater. Um, so yeah, that was such a depressing game. And I thought we were playing really well that game, too. I guess we, we should just move on for that. I don't even want to talk about it yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's, it's messed up. Messed up. Especially, like, I felt like we were playing a decent game there, too. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it just happens. Them's the breaks. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. You have the standings up. We're sixth? I didn't even realize that. Yeah, we're, uh, not even, uh, down in the plan right now. We've got a locked playoff spot, which, uh... And you look at some of the teams below us, and it's like, I don't know. Like, do I really think Washington's going to be overtaking us anytime no soon? No shot. Probably not. And, like, a team like Atlanta, it's... Unlikely. freaking knows what, how they would be compared to us? But we just got to No, because they don't care about the regular start. season, remember? Oh, facts. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just live for the playoffs. Brooklyn is not going to have a better record than us. No shot in hell. Uh, Miami probably, I mean, from what we've seen so far, won't. But, like, we'll see. You they never might. know with the Heat, man. Yeah. They always somehow, like, figure it out, I feel like. And they just need to make it into the playoffs, and they're going to be competitive. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think Jane Butler even had a quote. Like, uh, yeah, like, I could be, like, uh, averaging 30 and, like, trying to, like, lock people up all, uh, all game. But uh, I just, like, wait for those, like, uh, crucial moments for it. And I mean, like, sure. I mean, if you're a guy that uh, is like, uh, what he dropped forty in an NBA Finals game as like the only like uh, all star on your team, then uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, he's like earned to be able to say that, but like they do need regular season wins, so maybe it is time he uh, starts to turn up a little bit. Yeah, Bama has been good recently too. Yeah, really good actually. Which is good. Really, to really, see. really good. It's. I feel like you hear it. Well, I mean, it's been a couple years in a row where it's like. Yeah, Bam says he's going to take four more shots uh, per game next season, and then he just doesn't. But uh, this looks like it's actually the year that he uh, is deciding to do it. And you were always so high on Bam. You you were always like, uh, he's up there with, like, Cat. Um, I guess that's it. You, you're, mm-hmm. like, the tier below, like, the Jokic's and the Embiid's. Yeah, the Cat Gobert tier. Yeah, right, Cat Gobert. And I was like, uh, he's, like, a little bit worse than that. Like, I would say... I always was like, he's probably even closer to like a Sabonis versus uh, like a Gobert or a Cat, but like, uh, he's definitely proven me wrong. Yeah, he, the only thing I will say about Bam Adebayo is I've seen people over the years trying to say that Bam Adebayo is better than Pascal Siakam, and there's been no point in his career <laughs> where he's been better than Pascal Siakam. No. Uh, 
Which, you know what? There's a lot of really good players who, uh, who aren't as good as Pascal Siakam, so... Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's like when uh, we thought that the Siakam versus Tatum could be an argument. Right. And, uh, it never ended yeah. up being one. Well, yeah, there was that season where there's... Was it Tampa? Or it was the year before Tampa? The year Tampa? before, yeah. Yeah, where they literally had, like, the most identical stats of, like, any two players in the NBA. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, what do you want? The dude is, like, a little bit better on defense or the dude who can shoot threes. And it turns out the dude who can shoot threes is actually also very, very good on defense. And, uh... That's the sh- the shooting just puts him so much over Pascal, unfortunately. Yeah, the one also like Pascal, like his playmaking from the forward spot, just kind of pivoting a little bit, like yesterday. Like man, we missed that, and we got like a few people who can play make out of the four, like Thad Young can as well. Scotty, Scotty, obviously. Uh, but like, oh my gosh, does Pascal open the floor for our offense? Like. He gets in the mid-range, and you've either got to throw your best defender on him, or you got to throw two defenders on him. Yeah. And he's like, throwing two defenders on him is like, no good. He's going to find the open guy yeah, every yeah. time. And we're good, too. Like, uh, we, I feel like our movement's really good. You know, we'll, we'll, ha- we'll throw, like, we have good cuts, uh, good spacing for it. And, uh, yeah, anytime uh, they double Pascal, it seems to be worse. But teams keep doubling him so i guess uh which is great for us i mean obviously they're more scared of uh letting him just cook one-on-one yeah it'll be interesting seeing him play with wancho because one of the things that wancho has been doing a lot recently is cutting hard that's one of the reasons that he's been staying in the lineup is that he makes such good cuts to the rim and i mean like if you're doing that with pascal siakam on the floor he's gonna find you Mm mm-hmm yeah absolutely yeah it's been sick to see wancho actually uh he went from literally getting no minutes a game to like uh what was he getting like 20 I mean, in the last he couple. started yesterday over yeah. Barnes and Trent. That that was a little and yeah, him and Thad right just yeah. started. And Nick but, Nurse is a little crazy for that. Although I I love Gary Trent off the bench though. I, I right, he's I like our he Tyler Hero. There. Yeah, I think he should stay there. But actually, they're even starting Tyler Hero now. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, in, in that mold of player, no, I I agree. Um, uh, as long as he's okay with it, um, then yeah, I agree. That's where he should be. He's like better when he has the ball in his hands, but he's not quite good enough for him to get the ball in his hands when we have all the starters on the floor. Um, so yeah, I think a bench roll is perfect for him. Scotty's been a little weird though. I'm so. You think it's the injury thing? Yeah. Okay. The thing is, this year, like, the big scary thing for me is his defense is not that good. Yeah. Like he is not like a plus defender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's like an average. Maybe slight above average. He's still, like, beefy on the inside, like, able mm-hmm. to kind of contain people who are bigger than him, which is nice. But, like, his, like, just in general, like, defense out on the perimeter one-on-one has been a little bit tough. Yeah. I agree. I, I'd bigger But I think it's tough to be laterally quick when you're having ankle problems, which right. is, like, such a big part of that kind of defense. Yeah, and I, yeah, I really hope he gets these uh, injuries on wraps because it's uh, there's been now two stints already in our like what twenty games where he's uh, had to sit out. Yeah, um, I hope that's uh, more of a blip and not the trend. Obviously, but um, what I will say about his defense, obviously, you wouldn't catch me saying this when we were camp- when uh, the Raptors are campaigning for him to get rookie of the year. But I always thought his defense was a little overrated. I feel like we're just a good like defensive team and like. Um, yeah, like people were always being like, uh, yeah, Mobley's got the defense, Kay's got the offense, and Scotty's got a little bit of both. And I'm like, eh, really, Scotty's a lot more offense than he is defense. Even. Yeah. Um, but obviously, he's so freaking young that uh, he could, and he's got, it's mainly the tools, I think, is what people look at. They see the size, they see the length, they see the hustle, 
And they're like, uh, well, he should be a good defender. And yeah, he should be. And I think he will be. But yeah, no, definitely not yet. Also, kind of to go back to Gary Trent, is it too early to be like, do we want to pay him this offseason? Like, if he mm. if he's looking for a Tyler Hero contract, like, if I'm the Raptors, I'm not giving that to him. We've got too much money on the books to other players already. Unless right. we want to trade, like, a Fred or, like, an OG, which, like, would be Ooh. ridiculous. Yeah, why uh, I just don't... I don't see how it makes sense financially. It's going to be a minimum 25 mil a year. You yeah. have to think. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to... I don't know if I want to do that. There is, though, the aspect of there's a new TV deal. So where the cap will rise, right? Yeah. That's next year? Yeah. I'd I'd almost, like, like see how much cap space we have if we just let him, and I think Fred's up this year, too. If Mm. we let them walk and we can open up a max cap, like, space, I would definitely look into who else is available at guard spots. Yeah. I think it'll be tough, though, to at least for Fred. I think Fred, I would definitely give him the money he wants, especially if the cap's going to take a, a, the same kind of jump that we saw, like, last time. And, like, from what, like, uh, rumors... I haven't actually... I haven't been keeping too up-to-date with it, but, like, uh, I think a month and a half ago, I was looking at it, and uh, they were saying they expect it to... The TV deal to be worth twice as much as the last one. So, obviously, the cap won't double, because that would be, like, insane. Mm-hmm. But um, but I know like the players' union has said that they don't they voted against to have it be like um an in uh what's it called like a trickling increase like like a slow yeah, increase incremental incremental exactly so um they just want like whatever it can be to just go up so I think it'll be a pretty significant jump where we can just slot in a, definitely at least one of them um and obviously I'm prioritizing Fred even yeah. though Gary's younger yeah I, I mean like as I said. 25 million for Gary Trent Jr. I'm a little bit scared, especially if it's over like four or five years. Cause like it's already this year. Uh, his role on the team isn't really defined enough to be giving him right. that kind of money. Um, who else is up this summer for, for a contract? Yeah. Fred, Gary, probably not Otto Porter. I would imagine he picks up his uh, player option for $6 million unless he, like, really starts to pop off before the end of this year or if he really doesn't like the situation. Wait, are Fred and Gary both uh, player options? Yeah, which neither of them will pick up. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, Fred's only about 22 mil, which he's worth way more. He can easily get 30 on an open market. And, uh, yeah, Gary's only 18, which, uh, yeah, like you said, minimum 25 mil in the open market. Yeah, I would think, like, Wancho, I mean, you don't really think about that too much for your cap situation. Yeah, whatever uh delano banton i mean we'll see when it comes i doubt the deal for him is going to be too steep you would mm. imagine maybe something similar to what chem signed where it was like a three by seven kind of deal sure uh which i would be like well that's all that's pretty uh like in line with what he's already making right he's about delano? Two yeah no i'd give him three years at seven mil a year oh three for really yeah damn you believe in uh banton like that interesting well that's what we gave cam like I didn't right. think Cam was that good in our team. But we needed, we, like, we needed a center more than we needed a long guy who can't really shoot and is a good passer. You know, we yeah, dudes like that. But as you said, it's like a new TV deal, so everyone's right. contracts are going to be more be expensive. Um, yeah, very true. And th- actually, yeah, that's almost worrying because now, like, um, like the Lakers or something could easily throw like Gary like a thirty mil deal deal. Oh well, like the Lakers, like. Well, they'll lose Westbrook. 
Ideally, yeah, that, they probably won't keep Westbrook. And I think the only players on the table are LeBron and AD, which opens up like almost a max space without the new TV deal. So they make right. it two. They could make a play at like Freddie and Gary and give them both what their market value is. Yeah. Which like, I don't really know like the whole Which who's a free agent this year, but yeah, it is a little bit scary for us. <laughs> I would bet if I had to bet right now that Gary Trent Jr. is not on our roster next year. And but Fred is. Yeah, I'd probably say there's a pretty good chance that Fred stays on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds also like when I was searching at both their contract situations, like we've been in active discussions with Fred when we kind of haven't with Gary, like uh, it's been more preliminary. Okay. But yeah. And then, I mean, the summer after that, we're going to have to deal with Pascal and OG. So, like, I don't know if I really want to give both those, uh, like... Right, Gary you want to think deal. to the future. Yeah, because, uh, like, Pascal's... Like, if he makes All-NBA again this year, he's going to be up for, like, a 5 by 50 or something like that. And uh, and he's... I'm giving it to him. Yeah, you kind of have to if you're in our situation. Mm-hmm. Or you trade him this off season and try and get, I don't know... 75 80 cents on the dollar and like just open up cap room like i mean like i'm not gonna tell masai how to do his job yeah he knows he's, he's very good at it already yeah um yeah it feels like we haven't really done that ever though actually no i guess we kind of did that with norm powell a little bit right when he, yeah. his contract's coming up we flipped him for gary yeah so then yeah like flip gary for like a the benedict guy off the pacers or some some other just keep going younger and younger yeah, I mean, like, there's no way we get Benedict Matherin. But, like, we could <laughs> trade him for, like, I don't know. Like, New York could use him. Like, the the Knicks always like to trade for dudes like that who are just yeah. going to keep on making their team mid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wizards, maybe. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, depending on, as we talked about the, with, earlier with, like, the Lakers, like, if the Lakers situation falls apart, like, we're in a pretty good situation to trade for a star. Trade for Russ. Yeah. <laughs> trade for Russ. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love it. And, like, maybe KD's going to ask out again this offseason be more persistent. Like, who knows? I, I like how we have all our picks. And yeah, we, lots of, like, we don't know any end. We have lots of, like, tradable assets. Like, OG's going to be making, like, 18 and a half mil next year. I would... Like, if you could move, like, him... And other salary, I mean, like, Chris Boucher is almost 12 mil. Uh, obviously, we won't be able to trade Fred or Gary next yeah, season. Yeah, because, like, uh, like, if we call Philly and we're, like, uh, OG for Maxi, I think they say yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you let Fred walk and then you sign another point guard. Mm-hmm. Or you sign another, I guess, two guard because you're right. getting Maxi. Uh, and then, like, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Some, like, contender that just wants to be uh, better right away. Yeah, that 18 mil is looking real nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anything else as far as the games go? Um, Stood out? We talked about Pascal. Fred's been good. Fred, yeah. Fred stepped it up, which is nice to see, like mm-hmm. we said. I mean, OG really is the person who stepped into yeah, the number one role while Pascal was out, but Fred's been really, really good. And, yeah, uh, yeah other than that, we've pretty much talked about every player. Uh, always got to give, like, one minute to just give praise to Thaddeus Young, even when he's, like, not shooting well. His counting stats aren't that good. Because, like, if you watch the games, he, makes, he really does make a big difference on the floor. Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah, that Dallas game is showed what I always say about that. It's just so nice to have a vet who's not scared of big moments, and he was the one who gets fouled at the end of the game, and he just makes both free throws. Like, uh, he's been there a hundred times before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like... They they talk about on the broadcast so often like like what is this his sixteenth t- season in the league or something like yeah, that something like, like that. 
Uh, it's just good to have a dude like that yeah. on your team. Uh, I, I like those kinds of veterans are always so useful. That's one of the things that was nice about Marcus Gasol uh, mm. when he was on our team too. He was another dude. I mean, obviously that team was laden with vets, but like when Kawhi and Danny Green left in the offseason, it felt like we still had a lot of that veteran right. kind of knowledge like on our team. Surge and Mark. Surge and Mark and Kyle, just dudes right. who had been in big moments many times before. Yep. Um, and you just need those dudes. Yeah. Damn, I can't believe we're paying Kemberch $7 million again next year. <laughs> he, I, I think he's a good locker room guy, though, because uh, he was getting to a little bit of beef with... Um, who's the green... Who's green on um, on the Mavs? Uh, Josh Green? Josh Green. Yeah, yeah. They were getting into a little bit of a scuffle and uh, looked like something was about to happen. And then, was, like, once Kem goes to the bench, it was, like, uh, all the other bigs. I saw, like, uh, Precious and Coloco, like, come up and, like... Uh, slap his back or whatever and uh they're all smiling and uh it seems like the big's got a little bit of a chemistry thing going from uh, i didn't mean to make a pun off cam oh, wow. i was just speaking weird oh. <laughs> I totally did not mean to do that <laughs> oh uh good news for us which the listeners probably don't give two fucks about is that uh next monday we'll be going to watch the celtics play live yeah this will be what your third game of the year like yeah 22 games into this season. <laughs> yeah 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 you've been going Sick a lot you're putting up me watching the blue jays last year <laughs> hopefully it doesn't end the same way like what's the equivalent of that we make the play in and then uh we're up by 30 we, going into the fourth it would be like it would be like we make the playoffs and blow like a 3-0 lead like <laughs> those tough times yeah and you oh man you were a sad man to say the least because yeah, this is the year you're like you know what i'm gonna actually start following the blue jays uh, you went to a couple games you got your fair share of dollar hot dogs and uh one of the most um honestly very leafs like kind of collapse yeah i will never apologize for getting that many ho- dollar hot dogs but i will <laughs> i will apologize for going to that many games for a team that just broke my heart yeah <sighs> Damn, man. <laughs> well, it's always next year. <laughs> so they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, how's uh, any uh, any uh, takeaways on the league you want to talk about? Oh, my Utah bet's looking great. I think they're on a five-game losing streak. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're falling down the standings. Yeah, they're in ninth right now. Yeah. Still, ha- still have Dallas. <laughs> damn and one spot ahead of the t-wolves yeah that is the funniest part is that uh gobert is is on the wrong team yeah that is hilarious (laughs) that is so funny like kind of jokes if dallas missed the playoffs too uh i i don't i so want to see luca in the playoffs but it would be funny man especially because phoenix has been so good this year too i know they've been just crazy they're destroying teams night in night out oh look at the standings i guess i have not been paying attention to the nuggets enough i did not realize they were uh, pulling it together so so well yeah they are well like this point in the season the standings are so fluid right but, yeah only uh only two games behind the first seed and the team behind them is four games behind the first seed yeah i mean they have the fourth best record in the league after boston milwaukee and phoenix uh it's that's pretty good <laughs> do you know boston is like do you know the record for best offense of all time is the Nets, um, the first year, uh, James Harden, mm-hmm. 
and Boston is beating them by over beating that by three points per game more. Jesus. And <laughs> yeah. And I mean, when Rob Williams comes back, you expect the points to go down a little bit, but their defense is going to get so much better. They're so scary, man. Yeah, they're fucking 121 points a game. Man, the Raptors are just so mid offensively. <laughs> yeah. But pretty good oh, defensively. Oh, wow. Yeah, really good defensively. Better than I thought. Yeah, I mean, we have a better defense in Miami, which is a tough thing to do. Damn, Boston's like not that good on defense as I'm looking at the stats. It's like, uh, it's Philly, then Cleveland, then Milwaukee, us, Miami, Brooklyn, Wizards, Chicago, then Boston. The thing with Boston, though, is so many of their games, they end up playing bums near the end. Oh, so it's like, uh, right. the score like at the end doesn't really matter as much for that. Fair enough. It's like kind of the Phoenix from last year, where some of their stats don't even like seem that good, but it's just because they keep blowing people out. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... like the years where like the Warriors would be destroying people and Steph would only play like 32 minutes a game because right. like you just didn't need to play him or the same thing with Giannis I remember yeah. like the first year yeah, they did yeah. when MVP where Jokic won it like they were just being teams so bad that you play like 28 minutes some games exactly and uh is there any word on Middleton have you heard the latest on that no I haven't heard anything about Middleton damn yeah me neither which is uh scary yeah Milwaukee I mean like it's not that scary. They were one game away from uh, beating Boston without him. So, like, even you were saying, like, uh, even without um, Middleton, you had said you could be convinced to have them come out of the East, right? Yeah, I think Bo- I would bet on Boston being them in a series, but, like, hey, it's, like, it, almost a toss-up. But you wouldn't team. actually bet because you're not ever going to bet against Giannis like that. No, also, I'm just never betting on basketball again, bro. <laughs> I like you wanna, I hit no bats. I know. <laughs> you, I, I hit no bats. You at do all. the most research of any one of us and you just somehow can't get them. You I just like lose pour over the stats to see things that are good bats. Yeah, you're like uh, <laughs> whose rebounds did you need? It was Harrison Barnes, bro. Yeah. He had three rebounds every single fucking game of the year and then he gets zero. Bro, I see them put him on like Steph Curry defensively, like right away in the game, I'm like, oh well I'm fucked. <laughs> So, yeah, he hadn't missed that all year, and then the game you bet on him, he gets zero. Yeah, it's so, so messed up, man. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I, uh, I slowed down a little bit. I had that huge, huge payout when Luca had not had a triple-double yet this year, and I was like, I had a little, uh, it was a boosted parlay I saw that it's Mavs win, plus Luca gets a triple-double, and I was like, oh, whatever, it's, uh... Eight to one odds. So like, if I bet twenty five bucks, I can get two hundred. And it, he got his first triple double a year in a win. And then kind of since then, I haven't. Uh, I've been kind of trying to slow down. Probably gonna pull out some money. Honestly, it's kind of losing its luster. Yeah. Well, now that I think it's because like everyone else isn't really betting as much anymore. Yeah. It's more fun when everyone's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our friends are all just betting all into football. Like, uh, yeah. We're not really seeing any basketball. I bets. can't do that. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm not gonna bet on. Like, dudes, I don't even, like, know what position they play. Honestly, I would have definitely bet on the World Cup if I, like, didn't lose every single bet I made for, like, the two <laughs> weeks before it. Didn't you say something about you're going to get, like, bet credits from, uh... Yeah, if I bet, like, the winners of the groups correctly. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And, and then you'll probably throw that into the World Cup? Yeah, I probably will on the knockout stage. Nice. Unfortunately, I won't be able to bet on Canada, though. <laughs> Is it guaranteed? Right. Yeah, they're out. They're done. Okay, we still play another game, though? Yeah. Just for funsies? Just for jokes, just for jokes. Pretty disappointing, but... Uh, we well, we got our first goal in World Cup history, is that correct? Yeah, we did. We did. 
And a Baby 4-1 steps. shellacking that we received. It was one nothing us at one point. <laughs> yeah, two minutes into the game. It was messed up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that about covers the main stuff. Do we got uh, any games we want to play? Um, I don't think I have anything set up. Okay. Didn't you? Oh, well, you, you want to cover? You, you, uh, you made a bunch of new stats. Yeah, uh, I forget what we covered up to last time. Did we do the... I don't think we ever did the... Uh... I think the last time was how many games people missed. That's the last oh, okay. thing we covered. Yeah, so I do have the first place MVP votes among active players, which is only 11 players on the list. Uh, I think I've already had you guess all these. So. Yeah. Uh, it's LeBron smoking everyone. And then... Steph, Giannis, Jokic, Harden, Durant, Derrick Rose, Westbrook, Chris Paul, Joel Embiid, and Kawhi Leonard in order for first place MVP votes uh, right. at any point in their career. Um, that's a pretty elite group. Yeah. What, and uh, what is uh, the what's the number you figured out? You're like, if you hit, I think, is it 200 votes, you deserve an MVP? Is that kind of what the stats end up telling you? on average yeah that was for a different one that was for uh was that total votes oh my god you have so much he just scrolled through like five different pages now it's like six that's just stats he's compiled now some of them i'm just ranking players too some of them are just funsies fair fair um yeah yeah, you do have your favorite raptors of all time (laughs) (laughs) like going down to like everyone like wantro's on the list like yeah. If you played, if you if you remembered them in a Raptors jersey, they were on the list, right? Facts, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I put those stats on this page. The MVP, the other MVP one I did, because uh, okay. I was separate from this. Yeah, I have a uh, first place Depoy votes, which obviously like top ten is Rudy, Draymond, Kawhi, Giannis, Serge, DeAndre Jordan, Marcus Smart, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Mikael Bridges. Um, right? Ooh. Yeah. Didn't you say Drew Holiday has one? Yeah, the player list of players who have one vote, uh, first place Depoy vote, all right. like currently in the league. Like someone thought Rob, they were deep. Robert Williams, Patrick Beverly, Andre Drummond, Al Horford, Drew Holiday, PJ Tucker, and Udonis Haslam. Nice. These guys are all pretty good on defense. <laughs> but like like Joel Embiid only has three votes, so it's like kind of tough. Like Paul George only has sixteen. Same with Ben Simmons and Bam Adebayo. Wow, Ben Simmons only has sixteen. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess it wasn't that close that one year. No. No. As people made it seem. He's been an absolute dumpster fire, Ben Simmons has. He's been up and down. He's had a couple good games. He had like that 22 uh, game. Yeah, I mean, sure. He's, uh, yeah, he's been fine. Like, definitely less of a dumpster fire for them than Kyrie Irving. I'll say that much. <laughs> but he, his stats can't be that bad. I feel like he's, uh, I feel like he just goes back and forth to being good and shit. I mean, he's averaging like 8, 7, and 6. Okay, here, let's do a game. Pull up, you still you have his stats right eight mm-hmm. seven and six yeah. this year who's averaging more points him or Draymond Green uh him what is his exact number eight point four Draymond's eight point eight nice <laughs> who's averaging more assists him or Draymond oh Draymond yeah seven yeah and uh what about rebounds probably also Draymond what was his six point six nah actually he's beating him nice okay. So he's doing Draymond-esque stuff. Yeah. Yeah, except, you know, he shoots 54% from the from the line. But yeah. he shoots 61% from the field. 
Wow, okay. Which is like prime Zion numbers. Well, Draymond also shoots 60% from the field. And fortunately, he shoots 70% from the free throw line. Yeah, which is nice. Which is very nice. (laughs) He's Uh, been fine this year. Yeah, putting that into context, if he's just being Draymond, that's good. Yeah. I mean, like... Man, the way the NBA, like, media is, you would think that Yudawa Nabe is having a better season than he is. So, like... <laughs> right, 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 right. You want to, uh... You want to guess Yuda's... What Yuda's averaging? I have it up. Uh, like, 4.4 points per game. That's about his career, but actually this season he's much higher than that. Oh, really? Damn. About double that. Damn. 8.1. Okay. What's he shooting from 3? Like, 45% or something like that? Mm-mm. Higher. 49? 52? Even higher. 70? <laughs> 57. <laughs> yeah, leading the league in three-point. And honestly, that's so sweet to see. We yeah. love Yuta. I mean, like, the thing is with small sample sizes like that is, like, players will shoot crazy from three. What's Malachi shooting from three this season? Malachi Flynn is shooting 47% from three right. so far this Fair year. enough, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm so happy for Yuta just seeing him thrive. Yeah, I mean, Yuta's been good on that team. I don't want to bash him too much, you know? No. He's been good. He's been really good on that and team. And I remember you making the point, uh, to, I don't know if you said it, you might have said it on the podcast, of like, uh, you just, uh, you don't, you didn't love the signing of Wancho, of just like some dude who's never going to play, which is like a little, you were saying this before he was like getting minutes and stuff. Yeah. And you were like, uh, and I, I was like, oh, so you'd like, you'd rather have just had Yuta still? And you're like, yes. It was meant and, to be. And, oh my God, it was not meant to be. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I kind of agree. Uh, Yudo was, it was sick for us. Also, I don't like this narrative that the media is like, oh, finally Brooklyn's giving him a chance. Like we were playing him. Yeah. We played minutes last year. <laughs> yeah. He was getting Bro, a chance. Nick Nurse will give freaking anyone who plays defense minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean. But won't start Scotty Barnes and Gary Trent. <laughs> I don't know. Gary Trent's also a little overrated on defense. He gets a lot of steals, which is amazing. Love steals. Yeah, he's one of the worst defensive players on our team. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just tough when we have a really good defense. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I'll give you a little game. I was going to say, I was going to give you a stat line and ask who they're averaging, but I just really wanted, it just came up that I wanted to do the Yuda. Yuda and Draymond were going to be two of my picks. So actually, I have three players. Mm-hmm. I will give you points, rebounds, and assists for all of them. You can ask me for two of the three. You can either ask for their position their conference, or any of their efficiencies. Okay. So this guy is averaging 22 points, uh-huh. 6.7 assists, 3.6 rebounds. What more stats would you like to know? 22, 6.7. Yeah, about 22, 7, and let's call it 4. Let's call it 3.5. Yeah, what conference is this dude playing? East. 22, 7, and 4 in the East. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Do you want to... I mean, I feel like his position is a little obvious. Yeah. Is that Jalen Brunson? Nice. Correct. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. I mean, uh, great pick. Also, it's, I, do you think it's a weird narrative? The whole, um, like, can't believe Dallas let him go. Because in my head, like, watching, like, Jalen Brunson interviews and stuff, it feels like... He was always going to go to New York. Because, like... Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I still can't believe they let him go. Even if he was always going to go. Right. Like, they offered him, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm pretty sure I'm not, Dallas offered him more money than New York. 
Well, they, yeah, they, they would have. But, like, it's like Kawhi leaving us, where it's like... Right. I don't know. Like, the team still happen. needs to hold that, even if the player makes the decision, right? Fair enough, fair enough. And uh, I think that the narrative that they're a much worse team without him is true. Yeah, has shown to be. Luca is literally having to do everything. I mean, they signed freaking Kemba Walker to play point guard. <laughs> they weren't doing that shit when they had yeah. fucking Jalen Brunson on their team. I know. Yeah, Kemba Walker's been cut from, like, two teams now? Yeah. But you have two more players for me, don't you? I do. For stats. I do for, uh, for some more stats. Uh, okay, this guy is averaging 16.4, 1.3 assists, and 6 rebounds on the dot. On the dot, nice. Mm-hmm. So, 16.5, 1, and 6, let's say. 16.5, 1, and 6. And uh, what conference is this dude playing? The West. And I would recommend you ask either his position or efficiency. Because I feel like they're both pretty good. They're both good hits. Yeah. What position does he play then? He's a small forward. He's averaging 16.4 in like six boards? Yeah. He's on a good team. Is it Andrew Wiggins? No. Is it Mikhail Bridges? Uh, nope. He does not play nearly the defense that those two play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here, let me give you his efficiency. I'll give you one of his numbers. He's shooting 43% from three. Damn! (laughs) Damn, bro. (laughs) Yeah, and he he started every game he played. Yo, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, man. I might be stumped on this one. Uh, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. (laughs) He started almost every game. He's, he did start every game he's played. He It looks like he's missed a couple games. He's played 16 games this season. Is it Michael Porter Jr.? Nice. Correct. That is correct. Isn't those th- three, the percentage from three so mind-boggling? But that's not even like that much of an anomaly. Like yeah, his, he always shoots like that. Yeah, his first year where he plays 55 games, he's shooting 42%. Second season, he plays 61. He's shooting 45 um, then last year, he obviously missed basically the whole year. He only played nine games, so it's super small sample size. Only 20%, but tiny sample size. Yeah, yeah he's 43. He's a, like, excellent three-point shooter. Yeah, he really is. Way more than I even thought. Because he's, like, taller yeah. than you would think for, like, it's a like shooter the, like that. Like, he's got to be, like, 6'10". Right. It's even, like, a little bit like a Duncan Robinson. Like, you don't, you expect him to be a little shorter than he actually is. Yeah. Um. All right, and your final player... This guy averages 19, he's averaging, sorry, 19, one and a half, and four. One and a half being the assists, four being the rebounds. <laughs> 19, one and a half, and four. Yeah. Those sound like fucking Gary Trent Jr. stats <laughs> if I've ever heard them in my life. What conference is this guy playing? East. Oh, no. What position? Shooting guard. Shooting guard. Mm, is it Tyler Hero? No. He does not start. This guy doesn't start? <laughs> no. He's averaging 19, 1, and 4. It's not Benedict Matherin. Yeah, he? Benedict Matherin. 19 points per game for a rookie off the bench. That is crazy. Yo, what's Halliburton's stats in that team, too? He's <laughs> averaging like probably like 23 and 13, I feel like. 
Yeah, something crazy. Let's uh, let's check this out. Uh, I'm so bad at navigating basketball reference. I'm a god at basketball I know. Uh, found a Reese. He is averaging, ooh, 20, 11, leading the league in assists, and 5. Damn. Yeah, he's been good. Really good. He's been really good. But, but like, Darren Fox is putting up crazy numbers, too. So yeah, it was so sick enough. seeing um, the uh, Darren Fox got player of the week for the West, and the same week that Hal Burton got player of the week in the East. Yeah, it's sick. And obviously, awesome. every Twitter comment was, uh, oh, imagine if they played together. But, like, <laughs> neither of them would be player of the week if they still played yeah. together. No, and Sacramento's been good this year. Sacramento's been really good. Yeah, I was also surprised about that. I was almost going to be as strong against them as I am against Utah. But I was like, I just can't. Like, looking at talent, I'm not going to say that. Like, Sabonis is too good. Fox is too good. And uh, Herder is too good for me to say that. Yeah. But uh, they've been surprising. Yeah, I mean, hell, they're like pretty close to Portland and it feels like talent wise those teams are pretty comparable especially with Portland missing a lot of Damian Lillard this year yeah it that is tough I, I don't know Dame is starting to a little bit become uh, a little injury prone it feels yeah, like yeah a bit of a band-aid mm-hmm. it's really which if them. you were Portland you hate your life because <laughs> yeah. of that because they looked good when they had him playing there and that team's deep mm-hmm. that team's really really good and I've always liked Jeremy Grant yeah, I think he's. Well, like you also like. I feel like you're being humble. You were also like always a Kings fan. You're one of the biggest uh, Deer and Fox fans. Yeah, I, I love Deer and Fox. <laughs> I freaking I would get a Deer and Fox jersey mm, if you got jerseys. Yeah, if I ever bought for any jerseys, <laughs> I've got Kyle Lowry. That's it. Nice. And I have the Pascal Siakam sweater. Right, right. Who are my number one and two favorite Raptors of all time? Nice. Yeah. In the reverse order. Of what you just said. It was, yeah. You had Pascal higher, right? Uh, no, I have Kyle higher. Oh, you did have Kyle? Yeah. Okay. That, well, that makes sense. So did I. Um, and I wasn't even there as long as you were. <laughs> yeah, my top 10 favorite Raptors since I started watching. Just, I know you've heard this already. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, DeMar DeRozan, Fred Van Vliet, Jonas Valanciunas, OG Ananobi, Marcus Gasol, Terrence Ross, Scotty Barnes. Poor Kawhi comes in at 11. Yeah. Show to Rondé Hall's Jefferson at 19. That's... I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. So they should give that him a job. So they should have given him a job instead of Juan Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez. Oh, we, I miss that we guy. We tried him. I, I loved. Yeah. I loved having that guy on our team. I know you did. <laughs> You're one of the few. I think I did not love it very much. He was fine. Yeah, he was very average. I like. I mean, he get he. Uh, we gave him a chance. And uh, he just wasn't doing it. But he's been really good. Where's, who does he play with now? I feel like he's been good for whatever team. He doesn't play in the league. He doesn't play he at plays all. In, like, Are you sure about or that? something? Yeah. Oh. I feel like we've literally... This might be deja vu. I might have literally said that to you before. And you corrected me. And then I was thinking of some random other player. Maybe you're thinking of like Terrence Davis? No, definitely not. But uh, I'm never going to be able to remember who I was thinking of. Stanley Johnson? Oh, yeah, yeah. Stanley Johnson. Who's he play for? No one... Yeah, no one this year. Played for the Lakers last year. Oh, that's oh, it was last year. Yeah, he was looking decent for them too. I mean, yeah, six points. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, that team was just shit. Like if you could like <laughs> dribble a basketball without going out of bounds, like let you play, <laughs> and like given how Russ was playing, maybe you didn't even need to make sure it didn't dribble. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's so sad. Mathurin's gonna take. My boy is six man of the year from him. Facts. He's going <laughs> to be second in roadie and first in six man. That's crazy. Um, all right. Let me give you a little bit of a quiz. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. NBA and ABA career playoff leaders and records for minutes played. This is how many minutes have you played in the playoffs only? Okay. Um, obviously, you know number one. LeBron James. Smoking everyone. 11,000. Uh, all right. Now let's see this. Who has played more minutes in the playoffs? Kareem or Kobe? I will say they're three and four. They're very close. Who do you think has played more? Um, I think... Well, let me think of this. Kobe played 20 years in the league, right? Mm-hmm. His last three years, he didn't make the playoffs at all. Also, one is, year in the middle of his career, didn't make the playoffs at all. Right. That's why you, that's why you have runs. Shaq over Kobe all time. Yeah, he has 16 total playoff runs. Kareem didn't make the playoffs once on the Bucks and once on the Lakers over a... 20-year career as well, so that's 18. I'm going to say that Kareem has more. That's correct. That is correct. Excellent. Now let me give you two more players. Who has played more minutes in the playoffs? Bill Russell or Tony Parker? Tony Parker. Nice. There's okay. The big thing about players from that era is that they only had like two or three rounds. Oh, and the and first round was still three. five games. Right. So it's right. like, like Tony Parker just like the Spurs always made deep runs. Right. And so he's playing all those minutes. Fair enough. Um. Okay. Who has more minutes in the playoffs? Magic. Mm-hmm. Or Wilt. Actually, that's such a dumb question to ask because they are separated by like 20 minutes. So let me ask you two different players because it, it, <laughs> there's not even a point. Um, who has played more minutes in the playoffs? Magic or Shaq? Damn. I'm going to say Magic. No, Shaq is sixth all time, but 500 more minutes than Magic. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. like Magic only played... 12 seasons. Right. With, what, nine but finals he's always Yeah, yeah. And then Shaq has 18 seasons with six finals appearances. Yeah, fair. Six finals appearances. So he lost twice in the finals? Yeah, lost with the Magic to Hakeem and lost on the Lakers to the 04 Pistons. Ah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time he had a bad finals is when Ben Wallace was guarding him, right? Yeah, I mean, he had, a, he had well, like, some good shot, games in the finals. Like, I think, I forget which game. I think it's game three, like, went off. And, yeah, but, but he yeah. averages, like, 30 yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the finals. Um, all right. Who has played more minutes in the playoffs? Scottie Pippen or Kevin Durant? Scottie Pippen? Yes. Let's go. By actually a significant margin, about 2,000 more minutes. Good for him. Um, Scottie Pippen or Michael Jordan? Scotty Pippen. Yeah. I mean, basically all of Jordan's plus the uh, year and a half. Yeah. Or yeah, you year. take up the first three years of Jordan and then add a playoff year uh, for Scotty in 94. Also, like, kind of forgotten about, made the conference finals in 2000 with the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's on that team? Uh, Arvidas Sabonis is the best player on that team. But nice. uh, that's like, who else is on that team? I think Zach Randolph, Rasheed Wallace. Uh, Ooh, Sheed. Young Sheed? Yeah, Young Sheed. Nice. All right. Who else is a jokes one? Um, all right. Who has played more minutes? Robert Ory or 
Manu Ginobili. Manu? Nah, Robert Ory got him. Nice. Beat. Good for Robert Ory. About 8,000 more than him. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> uh, not that good. <laughs> no All-NBAs. It's no. tough to make a Hall of Fame like that. That is kind of tough. <laughs> Who has played... We'll, uh, we'll say this is the last one. Actually, I'll give you three players. You tell me the order that they're in. Okay. Uh, Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. Andre Iguodala, mm-hmm. Draymond Green. In order, it's Iguodala, then Draymond, then Clay. Ooh. Uh, you are right that Iggy is above Green, but Clay's above both of them, actually. Damn, I guess he was a workhorse in those, <laughs> in those finals rounds. He only is 100 more minutes than Iguodala, 5,200 to 5,300. Uh, and Iguodala is only about 200 more than Green. So they are they are pretty close. But uh, yeah. Oh, actually, let me, let me do one more. Let me do one more just for jokes. Um, who has played more minutes in the playoffs? Kawhi Leonard or Rajon Rondo? Rajon Rondo? Nah, Kawhi got him beat. Also, pretty slim, but only about 200 more minutes. Oh, okay. But, yeah, like, these numbers are crazy. Like, LeBron is 11,000, so that means he's played twice as much as, like, Clyde Drexler and uh, Elgin Baylor, Gary Payton, Clay Thompson, James Harden, Chauncey Billups, Reggie Miller, James Worthy, KG. James Harden has played more playoff minutes than Chauncey Billups? Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> that is insane. Chauncey Billups made the conference finals, like, seven years in a row. Wow, really? Between two teams. Which two? Detroit and right. Denver. And Denver. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow. And is, did he ever make it past that? Yeah, he won championship all four pistons. Oh, he's a final MVP? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, my bad. My laptop battery is running low. Uh, so that means our time is running low. Uh, anything else you want to say before the end times? Um... No. <laughs> <laughs>